Kombat! 9000 the official podcast of 100hotdog.com, the comedy hilarity website. I'm TV Sean Baby from the internet, and I always talk like an asshole at the start of these things, so forgive me. And joining me is my partner in jokes, the legendary cracked editor, Robert Brockway. Hey, I'm talking like an asshole so you don't feel alone. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Aruga <laughs> horn. You guys have really sharpened up your radio DJ personality. Yeah, I think we're fucking nailing it. We're slowly <laughs> segueing into drive time, like morning talk radio. I'm gonna I be, I'm gonna, gonna be the chooch. That's my thing. <laughs> I don't know I'll what be, it means um, yet. I'll figure it out. I'll be fart hooters. <laughs> fart hooters and the chooch. It's a little. The chooch has got more subtlety to it. Yeah, I like the mystery and, presented by the chooch. That makes me think. <laughs> You know, fart hooters there's like no th- like I'm, I'm instantly on board i know exactly yeah, you get what it. you're going for yeah that's what i was going for i don't want it to be any mystery about who i am as a person or as a character i don't want i want people to look at my wife and be sad for her when they see her they'll say that's fart hooters wife <laughs> and wife of fart hooters i see you have brought your child so, as well well zach you're you're very talkative for someone who has not been introduced yet before i get to you uh mm-hmm. is there a brockway fact we need to know Oh, let's see. Uh, Brockway fact for today. Oh, uh, I once got arrested for child vigilanteism. No follow-up questions. Our guest today on this Mortal Kombat supercast is one of the craftsmen of our theme song, uh, our very own theme song, and uh, one half of Oral Knots, Zach Coots. Yeah. The Coots. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to plug, Zach? Plug in. Uh... We're just just go ch- visit our channel. That's the best thing you could do for us. Just watch, just binge watch it. Click a sort by most popular and just go to town. Like that's oral knots over at YouTube. Oral knots yeah. on YouTube. That's how you oral knots. <laughs> and you just got sued. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that part in the theme song where it like goes Like it's just like wait, which straight part? up like eight bit punching effects. Like it's every part. <laughs> Yeah, it's you're right. the That's hokiest, most like most derivative tricks from the '90s, all in a yeah. collection. And it's so. one. It's the best song. It is the artifact that has perhaps survived best from the '90s. <laughs> it has aged so well. Yeah. That's now, really true. Here's a quick that question. Song, while we're talking about the song, um, mm-hmm. are, are you guys familiar with the entire album that that song comes from? Yeah, a lot of Utah okay. Saints songs. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> no, 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 not the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the movie theme soundtrack, but the Mortal oh. Kombat soundtrack that existed before the movie even was a thing. Okay, no, I don't know about that. Okay, so this is this is homework. This is called Okay. It's a it's an album by the Immortals. Uh-huh. Uh, a band created solely to produce Mortal Kombat soundtracks. Um, Perfect. and every character has their own song and they're all fucking incredible. 
That's amazing. Wait, I have heard some of those where it'll be like, ancient Chinese warrior. Yeah, and then it's sort of like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard these. You're not even that far off. It's not even that wrong. Why yeah, were there so. other songs on the soundtrack to the movie if they had the perfect everything? Because that, the it's techno true. syndrome, for whatever reason, just nailed it. It was the lightning in a bottle that that whole mm-hmm. album was trying to get. The Raiden song couldn't even get lightning in a bottle, and that's his whole thing. Um, but that's cute. Of- hey, Zach. Zach, I really like how you took the written thing and out of the lightning. <laughs> you got glicked so early. That's record early for a glick. I didn't even write that down. That just got glicked out. out of the. Ha. You got glicked before the intro. You haven't even had your intro yet. <laughs> Unprecedented glicking. Mm-hmm. So, yes, today we're talking about Mortal Kombat. And I think the overall theme, uh, none of us prepared any solid notes on this uh, because that's how we, we fucking roll. Uh, the overall theme is we're going to think too hard about these films no one has ever thought about, no one ever should think about. Uh, and it should be a, a, a fun time. Because the thing about Mortal Kombat that the, each movie makes very clear, they're all very different movies, but they all make it very clear that these are rigid, unflinching, like sacred rules. Like this Mortal Kombat thing is fucking important to the universe, to every realm. And always and has been. Always mm-hmm. has been. And the Every movie is about like, how it's fucked up. Like the tournament structure's fucked up. People are constantly breaking the rules, getting scolded for breaking the rules, and then finding out later, no, 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 you're supposed to break the rules the whole time. There's no sense or reason in a, in a thing that seems pretty reasonable. Like, uh, I've mentioned this before. The perfect tournament movie has been made, and it's called Bloodsport, starring Absolutely. Forrest Whitaker and Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Any movie that doesn't copy that, that has a tournament in it, is just fucking crazy. And even Street Fighter, a movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, based on a game based on Bloodsport, uh, didn't copy it. And so Mortal Kombat, to not copy that is absurd. Uh, and as we'll find out as we discuss it, uh, created a lot of chaos. Right, and you're only so, making those movies because of Bloodsport. Like, Bloodsport came out and right. everybody's like, let's make the next Bloodsport. But let's uh let's learn nothing from it. Right, let's change let's everything. Let's spend let's spend 90% of the movie on like backstories and lore of the the contest. That's what people love. I yes. think what happened was that the people that made Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter was like, dude, Bloodsport is my favorite movie. Let's make a video game version of Bloodsport. And right. then everybody that made movies based on those games was like, I've never heard of Bloodsport. You know what people really like? <laughs> the characters in the games doing absolutely fucking nothing resembling the things right. they do in the games. The cutscenes, I guess. Carrying I luggage. Guess you, that's what they like. Were, they they want to see that luggage carrying scene go on <laughs> for a good twenty minutes. That's what they came for. So yeah, he. Speaking of Johnny Cage, like just sees Liu Kang, uh, <laughs> has to assume that this like athletic Asian man heading to the fucking sacred karate boat is full, a fighter, right? Full of other athletic Asian men. There are yes. athletic Asian men all around him. <laughs> yes, he has to assume these guys are all here for the same karate tournament I'm here for. He says, hey, dickhead, carry my luggage. Now, this is obviously very rude, but he also offers him real money. Like, I think he knows he's not, like, there to carry luggage because why would there be someone there to carry luggage? He's like, you're just a regular dude. I'm, I'm going to give you 100 bucks to fucking move some bags. Liu Kang takes his money and then throws his money in the river. That's a real dickhead move. Like, obviously, <laughs> he's demonstrating he took the insult, but he also took the guy's money. Yeah. John just, Liu Kang taught him a very important lesson about the world outside of L.A. in that one little moment. Right. Yeah. Uh, he charged him for the lesson, basically. He's like, this money is not for the bags. Okay. I'm charging you for you know, getting schooled. 
You just Steve never of, never assume yeah. that somebody with Steve Perry hair is like beneath you. Is anything less than a main character? That is main character hair. Main character hair. Yeah. At least he didn't do it to like Jax or somebody. He's like, well, it's a, it's you know, he a was racist, thinking, but it's he like was not American racist. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, Jax didn't even get on the boat in that movie, right? He he like he, he, got he was hanging out with Sonia yeah. with this sweet ass Billy Blanks flat top. And totally different guy than they got. Which yeah. is a theme that Mortal Kombat 2 like is very dedicated to. Just everyone's different. Yeah, they they didn't care. Like, yeah. does anyone really want the first Sonya back? Like, uh, man, what? How badly did you fuck up when you can't get Christopher Lambert to return in a role? <laughs> like, how badly did that budget get slashed? Because he'll show up. He'll show I wonder up. Wonder if Robin Shaw yeah. came back and just looked around and was like, "Oh no, did I mess up? Like, what was am I, I doing here? I have not been charging enough. Was I the only one that didn't yeah, get Johnny Cage? Is, who? Where did Johnny Cage go? What has he got going on? Have you seen uh, Patriot, the Amazon show that no one's watched? No, of course not. The second Johnny Cage is in that, and he plays like this this really insecure character who's just totally along for the ride whenever the main character does something, and it's one of the best characters on TV. And I just realized last night when I was rewatching Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I'm like, oh my god, that's that fucking great character from that other show. Uh, hot tip for everybody, watch Patriot. There's like... Uh, Jason Pargin says this a lot on his Twitter. Like, it's an amazing show that no one knows about. Like, the main character on that show, the actor, uh, has like 300 followers on Twitter. Like, nobody fucking knows about it. And it's crazy, like, high art, good action, funny. I don't know. It's got at least one Johnny Cage in it. Uh, it's I got one of the Johnny Cage. First, first it's got Johnny maybe Cage. both. <laughs> the only thing I saw first Johnny Cage in after that was uh, one of the Resident Evils, because I think he's like a West. Right. Uh, a, a West Paul W.S. Anderson guy. I almost said Wes mm-hmm. Anderson. There's so many Andersons right. out there making shit. Yeah, not, not Paul Anderson or Wes Anderson, but well, Paul Not P.T. Anderson, yeah. The P.T., yeah. I love that P.T. became P.T. because of the existence of the dude who made Mortal Kombat. Like, <laughs> yes. that is, not, that's so, so influential. Like that's When the guild have. comes back and says, no, you got to change your name. Why? Who, who has my name? Oh, the guy who made Mortal Kombat. Did you make Mortal You're not the guy that made Mortal Kombat, right? No? Change your fucking name, loser. Yeah. <laughs> He made Event Horizon and Alien vs. Predator, dude. What did you make? <laughs> another another snooze That's fest? True. Yeah. So I do want to talk about the first Mortal Kombat. Um, now, obviously we know a tournament structure. We've all seen, um, whatever, a volleyball tournament or the mm-hmm. Ultimate Fighting Championship. We know how they work. So uh, in this movie, it seems like just anybody gets to fight anybody. And if they fight outside of the tournament, like that counts as a tournament fight. But also... Um, Shang Tsung, the evil guy, very heavily invested in one side winning, is clearly in charge of the brackets, right? Right. Uh, he, he brings Sonya Blade in uh, through deceit. Like, he, he lures her there with because uh, she wants to get revenge on Kano. And he's, he's just trying to fuck her. He, the, some <laughs> stuff falls into place later so that, like, he can use her as a way to win the tournament and take over Earth. But for the most part, he's just trying to get with her. But he, yeah, uh, he did not plan that. That was, he played, right. he that played was Mary Fuck Kill, and he chose Sonya for all three. <laughs> yes, he did. And great choices, all three of them. Yeah. Uh, for a, a lot of reasons. Uh, he's also, he tricks Johnny Cage into being there. He, he uses his shape-shifting powers to be like, hey, Johnny Cage, I'm your old friend from Hollywood. Master boy. You gotta try this tournament. <laughs> yeah. And then he leaves, and I, I swear to God, I watched this movie with the full intent of figuring out why the fuck he did that. I have no idea. Because Johnny yeah, Cage was had it, to be there. That's that's the real reason. Were they terrible? Fight? Were they dead? Like 
in the in the remake of the new movie, they were like, "You're destined, so you have to be there." But in yes. this one, it's just like, "I want this, I want this douchebag." I, I just and like the whole point, the star power. Yeah, the whole point was like nobody believes in this guy uh-huh. as as an actual badass. So why did you like? Yeah, it's it's utterly inexplicable and. The movie yes. just presented that it, mystery and was like, it yeah. cherish it, this mystery. It will it never be addressed more again. It would have sense if Raiden was like, I believe in you. I've, uh-huh. I've seen into your right. soul. And I know that deep down inside, there's an Earth champion in there. Come yes. to Mortal Kombat. But to have the bad guy just find out. A lo- it's not even like he was using Johnny Cage's celebrity to like boost awareness of the Mortal Kombat. Exactly, tournament. yeah. Like there was no reason to get Johnny Cage there. And that's like on that's an on the set rewrite. That's not even like a, oh, we need some pages come back to us in a week. That's like, oh yeah, we just have fucking is Christopher Lambert here? We could just rewrite this scene right now. Like put a different wig on him, disguise him as yeah. Master Boyd. It's really Christopher Lambert. Boom, we're done. <laughs> done. Literally the exact same scene, but just uh-huh. it's it's Raiden instead of Shang Tsung. Except he'll do it. He'll do it too. He'll yeah. do it for like he'll extra right sandwiches yeah. from the craft table. Like if you let him go back twice, more, for, more he'll forehead do it. creams, you know, whatever he needs. But he won't do Mortal Kombat too. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what was with his decision to sort of be like cute? Like the whole movie is he's yeah. kind of like giggling. He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> like what? What was that acting decision? I feel like that's the only thing he does. Yeah, he's he's also played in Immortal before, guys. If we're on set here and right. I'm Christopher Lambert, like, has anybody else here played in Immortal before? Oh, raise your hand <laughs> if you've played in Immortal. I know I've how de- they think. I've been in I've their decided shoes. Yeah, that they're coy. Immortals would be they would be coy. All Highlanders, raise your hand. He's like they have a whimsy. Yeah, they're they're tired of this the the the, the song and dance of everyday life. They have a little fun. Like that's what guys do. <laughs> The other thing I'm really fascinated about um, is the day-to-day life of people in the world of Mortal Kombat. Like, um, this is a very important thing. Like, basically, the entire universe gets destroyed if they lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens every generation, they say in the movie. So every 20 or 30 years. And um, there are people who know for a fact it's real. Like, Liu Kang grew up in a temple. He watched his brother die in it. Like, and he knows it's a temple, real thing. Yeah, everyone in that temple is like, one day one of us might have to do this. Like, this right. is a thing that we live with on a daily basis. Yeah, they met Raiden and they saw him and they're like, oh, oh shit, you're Raiden. And they all bow to him. They're not like, holy crap, this, this shit we're believing is real. Like, I feel like if Jesus walked up to most Christians, <laughs> they'd be like, oh my God, for, I, oh, I can't believe I was this. right and wrong about everything all oh, at once. Oh, man. You'd at least give him like a, a really? Yeah. yeah, who's this weird white guy with a mane that no human has ever sported? Uh, Nobody even really is for Lambert. Yeah. The way he looks up, too, to reveal himself is so, so dramatic. The, the Japanese <laughs> god of thunder is a... Uh, what are you, like, French? Are you like, yes. Are you, like, almost... Wait, French-Scottish? I, what are you doing with this voice? I don't have time to explain. <laughs> that was more Transylvanian. That's really it's really good. Like, yeah, it's in a tournament called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only bringing the, the Christopher. I'm out of here now. I did what I had. You've worked. You've worked. Thank you. This, clearly, yeah. fantastic. So they take the boat to the the Magic Island, where Sonya gets so pissed off that her radio isn't working. She just throws it in the in the on the ground, <laughs> and Liu Kang has to explain to her like, "No, it's not like an electrical malfunction, you idiot. Look at your compass." And so she opens up her compass, and it's spinning everywhere. Like Liu Kang knows like what this place does to compasses. This isn't like. Where are we? It's like, yeah, dude, I fucking grew up all my life knowing about this place and what it does to compasses. They teach us this in third grade in monk school. So I guess the other theme of this is that um, uh, 
so nobody in the world knows about it except for like eight people and they don't seem to think it's important enough to like tell others or to like develop some sort of a training program so that the world is like generating the best fighters mm-hmm. well the monks like, the monks were doing that right yeah they I were guess. crap at it they were utter garbage but they were well, doing you, it you need to crowdsource that like if you watch the olympics what is it like 70 percent of the events are just fucking stupid like it's people just doing a, a perfect circle on the on the ice yeah and there's like Every country has five people doing that at this at expert all level. Times. Yeah, because there's a just a talent pool of millions who are like, yeah, I guess I could dedicate my life to, you know, making a circle. That's what they would do if the fucking universe was at stake, right? Like, every government would have huge subsidies for companies that trained fighters. Like, that's the world that they would live in. But instead, it's just like nine people show up at a dock and they're like, yeah, I heard about this karate tournament. I, that, oh, man. My, that, that my name's made... Gus. Yeah. Art, there's that dude Art that was just yeah, there to Art. get soul sucked by Goro. Art, um, uh, and and to show up as a ghost at the end when they release all of the souls. Yeah. That was inspirational. I guess I'm in hell now for the rest of my life. Good, good fight. Um, that, I really enjoyed meeting better? you that one time. I love that his cameo came back. You were like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And then he came back at the end of the movie. You're like, "Oh, thanks. We got closure on that guy. On Art. On Art, Art. the Mortal Combat intern." You know what? I'll take Art over Cole all day. Like, yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> uh, Art had a real likable charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing about Art is, uh, I'm going to talk about Goro for a second. I'm going to skip ahead. I'm going to talk about Goro. Okay. Uh, Shang Tsung comes up to Goro and he's like, "Okay, Goro." You're a giant four-armed prince of the underworld. You can enter the tournament. And then Goro proceeds to do like a montage of fucking up like eight dudes in a row. Yeah. Now, uh, if you're familiar with math, if this one guy has beat eight guys, that tournament has increased to, I, I think, 512, either 256 or 512 participants. Yeah, an eight-bracket <laughs> run is yeah. like, yeah, from a, a seed is just like, it's insane. Yeah, so this is, this is a huge, huge tournament. And now uh, he fights Art, and Art is the only guy who looks at Goro and is like, wait, what the fuck? Why yeah. is this guy nine feet tall with four arms? Everyone else is just like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know Goro. Sure, and they're like yeah. ordinary dudes. They're like schlubs, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, none of them look really in shape. They're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll fight that guy. Fuck and him. you know Art was in trouble because he was warming up with like bullshit Taekwondo demonstrative <laughs> yeah. moves. Like, the yeah. split, like he was doing the splits and was like, dip! It's like, oh yeah. boy, you're you're doing Art. gymnasium stuff. You're done. Yeah, he came. I thought from this was an mall. exhibition match. <laughs> he just got his adult karate black belt, and he's gonna fight Goro. From the strip mall to the to the <laughs> prince of Outworld. Yeah, they interviewing him before the fight. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got into karate a few months ago. My daughter really loves it. Uh, yeah, I'm here representing Earth, the Earth. Great realm. way to stay in shape. <laughs> yeah. It's good for my cardio. I quit smoking. Uh, so I run circles yeah, I around everybody good. else my age. So I think I'm going to do, I'm here to show my stuff and show that these old guys still got it. <laughs> He's got how many arms? What? what? <laughs> that, um, <laughs> how much better of a movie would that be? If it like, re, like you periodically would visit a different part of the world and like, how are the France delegation coming with their champion? And it's <laughs> I would love a it. Dude underwater, like Michael B. Jordan and Creed, just like throwing uppercuts under the, under the pool. <laughs> I feel like if if it was a Resident Evil movie, they would have given us that like six minutes of world building to show like yeah. around the world. Here's here's what world they exist in because Resident well, Evil movies take place in a different world than ours. There's like yeah. this zombie corporation, uh, and they take just a moment to explain that. Whereas Mortal Kombat's just like, no, this is our world. They this is a Jean Claude Van Damme analog. Everything is the same except there's a secret tournament for this for the fate of the universe. I'm like, I don't think that would have 
a small effect. I think that's a huge effect on the world we exist in, especially if this is the ninth one we've lost in a row. Like, <laughs> the, the, the governments of the world would get together and be like, we, we need to do an education program and teach people about Mortal Kombat. We can't... It'd be like um, Armageddon. It's like, this meteor is going to hit our planet. We need to train drillers to be astronauts today <laughs> like that's gonna happen today we got one more tournament before this shit is over like, okay everybody <laughs> like, stop drop everything like think how many goddamn idiots believe in like bigfoot or QAnon, and like go ahead and cut that number into a tenth and that's still enough people to like have a fucking big mortal combat and enthusiast press yeah, you but know? you don't want to trust the world to those guys that's how they wound up with art that's where art came from <laughs> <laughs> where did they find art? Did he win? Did he win a gold medal in the forms division? Like, where did he? I, they didn't I, give any of his credentials. He I don't just, know. If Shang Tsung uh, was clearly it was up to him entirely to 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 feed fill this bracket. Yeah, he, he was allowed to just go into into somebody that and art he loved. sent the invitations out. Right? He there was at no point was Raiden like giving people invitations. It was just Shang right. Tsung picking the worst dudes that he could find to lose his <laughs> tournament that he was fully in control of. So yes. Pointlessly. We must have yeah. art. And the only one that was there art. at Raiden's behest was Liu Kang. That was it. It was like, uh-huh. it was almost always his job to just win that tournament. And anybody else was just cannon fodder. That's why That's why he's so fucking coy about it. Yeah. He knows. He, he's like, I know. He's like, I'll carry you're your luggage. Join you're, you're there just to tire out Goro for me so I can kick him into the into the abyss. I do like that he actually says, I am the chosen one later in the movie. Like, he, he fully knows it. Like. Yeah. He's what like, a dick. I am this fucking narrative device. I already <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, whole it's fine story. to know that. You're supposed to kind of play with it, though. You're yeah. not supposed yeah. to just say it. You don't say. just say it. You let other people say it. You deny you, it, is you what let, you do. You let Morpheus say it. You don't fucking say it yourself. Yeah. He's beginning to believe. <laughs> so, another thing uh, that sort of drives me crazy about Mortal Kombat is I, I understand the world, but also everyone who's not like the main character and the audience knows what's going to happen through some sort of a prophecy. Like, um, I'll give you a good example. Like, Liu Kang, he's fighting, he fights that dude with the, the dreadlocks who was in all the 90s martial arts movies. Yeah, I think and, he was uh, in uh, Shoot Fighter, if I believe. Yes, yeah. Shoot Fighter. Great Bloodsport remake. <laughs> uh, so, so after that fight, like, uh, he has to fight Katana. Because, again, the brackets are just fucked up. So Shang Tsung's like, I'd like to see these two friends fight. And... They didn't care. They immediately start warming up. They're like, yeah, I'll fuck this lady up. Whatever. And then they start getting too chatty. And Shang Tsung's just like, hey, I'm going to call the fight. So it shows in that fight that he can just say that guy's winning. So the fight's over. He wins. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, in your next fight, use the element that brings life. (laughs) And this is obviously absurd uh, because there's two elements that bring life certainly perfect answer and one that kind of does and a fourth you could make a case for so it's a really bad puzzle <laughs> and also and water is water, so water much oxygen shorter. blood <laughs> yeah. and what <laughs> right and right. semen right is he gonna just jizz all over him is that yeah. what you're talking about that, somebody somebody track it and see if she says the word water in that because it's not like i can't say i have to hint at it because somebody's listening or whatever it's my right. favorite my favorite part is that he hears her words maybe telepathically we're not sure or just in a memory but in either case she's there to <laughs> nod and be like yes the thing you're yep. remembering is exactly yeah. the thing you should be remembering right now right water that's what i was trying to say yeah. i just i couldn't fucking oh, th- think of it good thing this dude was like Raiden in disguise who left it there right wasn't that his like 
set up. Like, he's not going to be able to defeat Sub-Zero unless I remember to, to leave this bucket of water I here. thought that might have been Katana that put the water there. It was no, one of them. It was Raiden, like, and he made a coy little fucking face yeah, You're it. right. He's yes, like, this right. is going to be a death spear he later. smug, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm but such I, a fucking card. Look at me. Look at I me guess putting the, water. Leaving cleaning supplies out here. The, the point I was trying to get to and got very distracted was that Katana knew who his next opponent would be. She knew that he would get randomly attacked by Sub-Zero in a dining hall later in the movie. While he was looking for the bathroom. Right. Uh, and so how did she know that? And you'll see this happen a lot. Like the bad guys will be like, oh, the the prophecy will, is set to be true. And they'll be like, no, nah, I don't believe in the prophecy. The other guy will be like, I'm going to make sure the prophecy doesn't come true. Whatever. But like, not only... Do, is there like this long, complicated series of rules about if you win 10 in a row, then you take over Earth, right? But also, someone thousands of years ago said, here's exactly what's going to happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, what fucking game are we playing? That's is, what is it my is. Point. You know what it is? It's prophecy hair. It's not Steve Perry hair. It's prophecy hair. Prophecy yes. hair. If you've got hair. that hair, there's a fucking prophecy about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, waiting to, just waiting to come true. <laughs> uh there's another great moment that throws some chaos into the rules where Johnny Cage goes to Shang Tsung and he's like, okay, I challenge Goro. And so I guess Shang Tsung is sort of like a Dana White type character where if you just like after your fight, you're like, hey, I want to fight this guy. And Dana White's like, okay, yeah. He's, he's like, call outs. Yeah. Yeah. He's 11 rankings away from you in the fucking top fighters list. But, but I think it's going to sell some pay-per-views. Yeah. So let's fucking so put it together. And, and then uh, Shang Tsung says in return, uh, I get to challenge the winner. And then the caveat to that was, or anyone, wherever, for the final. So, <laughs> just do I'll, what I want. I'll, I'll give you this fight, but I get to fight the winner or someone else, somewhere else. Do you agree? And he agreed. And like, <laughs> Raiden shows up. He's like, no, wait, don't do it. And like, he's like, no, dude, it's done. It's a deal. The whole, the rules of the tournament is decided by just Johnny Cage's stupidity. <laughs> And uh, I just, I really like that. It was like a very Wishmaster moment where he like gave him a chance. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you like to fight Goro? He's like, it, sure. I, yeah, it's, he, and he just goes, give me permission to do whatever I want one time. No backsies. <laughs> yeah. We're good. And you get to get your, your arms ripped off by this guy with four. And like, how shitty would that be? Mm-hmm. Earth is destroyed and they find out later, like. Oh, you know, like it's it was decided with the karate tournament, and the karate tournament was decided by this one guy named Johnny Cage, who just agreed to literally anything. And uh, <laughs> nobody would believe that. They'd be like, "Wait, wait, Van Dam? Van Dam decided <laughs> the fate of the what? That's, the guy from the that's true <laughs> to those people. That would be like Jean Claude Van Dam deciding that's exactly the fate of the what universe. it was. Yeah, or even Steven Seagal. He kind of was a, a, a stand-in for all of those. Yeah, you're right. If it was like Steven, imagine, it was Steven, Steven Seagal Seagal's ruined the universe, that, yeah, <laughs> that a portal in the sky ripped open and ninjas cartwheeled out of it. That's hundred percent possible. All. Yeah, because he kind of gets in with like Putin and like evil dictators all the time. Like it, yeah. if space dictators came down, they'd be like, "We have talked to your king, Steven Seagal, and he has agreed to our terms." God after damn it, sitting Steven down Seagal. with his delicious beverage, named after the elements, <laughs> we have come to an agreement. He shared with us your carrots. He held aloft your mighty carrots. What are what are his energy drinks called? It's like Boner oh. Thunder or something like uh, that. 
He's got a couple tricks. This can't be right, but I uh, want to say Asian lightning. It is Asian lightning. <laughs> Asian storm or something like that. Yeah, That was one of the flavors. That wasn't the name of the energy drink, but one of them had an Asian flavor name. <laughs> Asian lightning. Oh, he's a gift that keeps giving. I'm so glad we gave him to Russia. <laughs> They're going to use him against us any day now. The sky is going to tear open. <laughs> tear open. Ninjas will fall from it and we'll, we'll all just be like, fuck, Steven Seagal. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> He's got prophecy plugs. I'm Steven Seagal from the hit film Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. (laughs) Try my new flavor, Moldovan semen. On sale now (laughs) in your local bodega. My head stores one triangle! So, (laughs) another thing I really like about uh, at the the end of the first Mortal Kombat is he's, he's captured Sonya... He's kind of got gets what he wants. She's in a cage at his mercy, and she won't agree to like fight him or make love with him. But he's sure he's gonna like talk her into either one of these because he knows that if she agrees to fight him, then uh, all he has to do is beat up this defenseless, more or less defenseless woman, and he wins the tournament. The uh, implication is that she's not really that good. That's the whole. Because then yes. he challenges her and. Lucan goes, you are a coward, sorcerer. Yes. yes. Like, <laughs> like talking, right in front of her. They're talking about her like she's not in the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. guys, she's she okay. Like, Hold up. Why is he a coward all of a sudden? Explain <laughs> but, it to me. Walk me if, through it like she, I'm stupid. <laughs> if she chooses, like, he was not was he was not prepared for her to be like, okay, let's fuck. Right. Then, yeah. like, then his whole plan of like, oh, okay, so I'm not, I'm not going to fight you and win the contest. Like, what if I she said, sure. What if she said, yeah, yeah. you know, you're I fit. I understand it's all, right. all the work. He could have early in the movie just fucking shapeshifted into Colin Farrell and said, like, hey, how's it going, Sonya Blade? I'm, I'm handsome character actor Colin Farrell. And then she'd be like, okay. Let's yes. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Easy. no, you're a demon prince from another dimension. What have I done? Uh, shapeshifting I is lost on the shapeshifters. Only makes him cooler. You know, once the once the relationship's established, I think that small betrayal of being an evil wizard from the outworld, I think she'd forgive. And also, like, if she, he shapeshifted from Colin Farrell into Carrie Tagawa, not that mm-hmm. much of a loss. I would have been like, hey, I'd be like, yeah. oh, I mean, you know, you it's lied to me, but it's, yeah, you're still yeah. ripped. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, he's still presented just sort of, Carrie Tagawa has like a just kind of resting mean face. Yeah. So like. Plus, if she doesn't want to after that, there's kind of a like, oh, wait, why mm-hmm. are you suddenly not into this? Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> Let's talk about this, huh? Uh-huh. Sonya Blade, was it? Sounds a little uh, false Nordic to me. <laughs> are you trying to be like Native American with that? What's going on there? I, I really liked the choice of Shang Tsung to like give her new clothes. Like he gave her a little leather mini dress. Yeah. Like a, and, a pebbles from Flintstones. Yeah. Kind yes. of yeah and he like teased her hair out like, yeah. a, like a glam rock groupie or something. Like gem. Yeah. yeah like give her she's, a gem. Fucking, she's fucking chasing Molly crew. But that's my favorite thing about this movie is that it, it's totally unsung, but there's a massive support staff for the Mortal Kombat tournament. Like right. there, there are people that carry so luggage. Johnny Cage was let's not. Let's talk about some of the support staff first, because this one guy is a favorite of the Koontz family. The 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 ripped ninja that's like faster than lightning that comes out and does like some moves like shadow boxes for a hot right. second and yeah. then just gets d- exploded by Sub Zero. Yeah, like this expendable dude. My brother's just like yo. Outside of a magical tournament, that cat could probably beat anybody on Earth. 
just with his speed. <laughs> they're all standing there. They're all part of like he was part of like the mechanics of the island. He was one of the like uniformed sidekick guys. So they all know. Yeah. yeah. That's Sub Zero, and the thing he does is he shoots fucking ice at you. Yeah. And he and just long- was like, oh, "Look, I'm going to show my sick kicks." Yeah. And and as long as I don't he sit here. Do ice thing. All I have to do is just rush him and just yeah, kick him in the throat the before he finishes his like ten minute ice summon spell. But I'm gonna just choose to use that time to display my 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 muscles, my athleticism. Yeah, <laughs> my I think speed. he knew he was gonna go out, and he just kind of wanted to go out as cool as possible. I think he did it. He's yeah, those, did those it. little like jab, those those uppercuts he threw were so fast. We just crack so up fast. at how competent that guy was, <laughs> yeah. and just how utterly expendable he ended up being. Well, there's and an he, element of spite to it too, because he did explode all over him. Like, oh yeah. At the very least, you got rained on by like bits of that dude. It didn't. That doesn't. Yeah. That's not a good look for Sub Zero. You got frozen carcass all over you. Yeah, you I got pelted by that, guy, that dude's nuts. It's I frozen the man, nuts you right know, in your head. But back there, he like turned them into a popsicle, so those bloody intestines and everything was fully disgusting. Oxygen intestines, that greasy chicken leg. That was one of the like, most unnecessarily practical <laughs> moments. They gave this guy a real piece of greasy turkey right. to eat, and he just went to town on it. Yeah. Why are right. the Kano's right. always the best part? Kano's great. That, uh, the best part. And he had the oh, best really move like in the game. Goro's in that scene, too, who's great, who just sort of looks like a giant baby, like the, the dinosaur's baby. <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's, the not-the-mama baby. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was dancing around it like, I, I don't know, kind of an albino ninja turtle, but no, it's dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah it's the dinosaurs. dinosaurs, baby. He's got that same little, like, toothless underbite that that, di- that baby had. Right. And uh, the cat, he, when he pumps his arms up, he has, like, a toddler thing going on with his hands and arms. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of short in a weird way. Yeah, yeah have we you ever seen about... that that super ripped toddler? Like that? There was a yeah, yeah, little Hercules or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's Let's cool. Photoshop that's so four cool. four arms onto that kid, and that'll be like our thumbnail for this uh, this <laughs> podcast right up. So uh, while we're talking about support staff, um, are you guys like noticed as much as I did? Like the Goro twins, like those fanboys that just cannot. Stop they love him so much. They love yeah, they look, they look right at each other every time. It's just such a it's weird st- focus. The film decided to just go to for a little bit. Like we got these <laughs> twins, right? Uh-huh. These guys are going to be the fucking focus of this montage. Every time Goro throws some somebody, these twins are going to lose their shit, and people are going to love it. Right, because it's a tournament. You're still going to have favorites. Like, they're up up there holding up, like, Goro 316 signs. They've come prepared to root. (laughs) When they're at home, they they have the same arms. They could play Goro at home if one stood behind the other. They're twins. They totally do that. That's why he's their favorite fighter. He's like a twin in one body. He's like, yeah, he's I love him so much. Who's the best? (laughs) Like, I wish I could be with you, bro. Assuming this follows regular tournament brackets, this was a 2048-person tournament, probably. Right. And um, and so that's why that one ninja got killed by Sub-Zero while also working on the island. Like, okay, we got to get that guy. We need some people. We got we didn't get enough people from They did from not Earth. arrange the That board. was Leo. that was actually round 1. Yeah, that was that was Sub-Zero's first seat. Yeah. Um Liu Kang got like a eight round bye. He only <laughs> right. fought like twice, right? He he pretty much uh, he know he on fought easy street. He fought Shoot Fighter guy, he fought, he fought Shoot Katana. He kind he of fought Katana, Sub-Zero. Fight Sub-Zero. What did Johnny have? He got hit Scorpion and then just straight to Goro, I think. Yeah, but he so he Goro like, had to fight like twenty dudes before, and Johnny Cage had to fight one guy. Right. Well, he went to the commissioner. I think anyone could have gone to Shang Tsung at any time and just said like, "Hey, just call fuck out. this. Yeah. I want to be in the finals." Okay, but I get to do anything. 
It's a deal. But I get a I get a draw four wild card. <laughs> Here's the thing I that drives me the most crazy uh, of anything in the entire movie, because it breaks a rule that you instinctively know is wrong, no matter who you are, whether you played Mortal Kombat, whether you've ever seen a movie. Twice in the movie, they say flawless victory after the winner ate at least a few shots. <laughs> yeah, nice. absolutely how. Who was though. it said flawless victory themselves? Like no. No, I, I don't think that, anybody said it themselves. I think in the new movie they did. That's uh, what it was. It was the new movie. I it think was, Cabal, uh, it was Cabal Kung Lao. Might have said it. Yeah. Kung Lao did. That's right. Kung Lao, and he went flawless. Uh, like no, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I think you don't uh, get to say yeah, that. Punch right in the Shang face. Shang Tsung said it about. Was it? Was it Liu Kang's fight or was it Sonya's fight? It was one of those two. Yeah, the I writers he, just thought it meant cool, like cool victory. Yeah. That's what flawless, they like. bro. Flawless yeah. is like mm-hmm. it's the, the was, kids are if using it, was it as slang. Fight, that would have been funny because it wasn't flawless. She took one of the biggest like <laughs> she, gut shots on yeah. film. <laughs> she just Slow like gave motion. Up. Yeah, she almost just puked on that one. That was like yeah, I think that, he kicked her in the stomach for real. She's like, go ahead, hit me. Just it'll yeah. be great. I know I'm gonna. It, you're gonna feel really bad about it afterwards, but trust me, it's gonna. <laughs> yeah, be that amazing. really makes me feel bad. Like it's a. You know, in a movie, you'll, you see a lot of martial arts ladies take a beating, but th- that one was really like, oh, no, that's just a normal woman that got kicked that in the stomach. felt like a hate crime. You're that's like, yeah, re- you almost feel like... That makes me really uncomfortable. I wish Shang Tsung said, like, bro, come on, it's a woman. <laughs> what are you doing? There's a lot wrong with that first movie, and I think of all of them, that was... a lot right. A lot right, yes. And I think that one has the best world building. It's the I most think, uh, fun as well. Like as a it's big, also very yeah, fun. The full, uh, the full... The big picture, full experience. I had, I had the most fun with that movie. I, I guess before I rewatched them, I would have said Annihilation is the most fun. But after rewatching it, uh, it's so painful. It is. It's hard to get through. I think it might yeah. have the worst special effects in a theatrically released movie. Like, I, I went to that in the theater without uh-huh. reading any reviews. I was just on board for whatever they had. I loved the first yeah, one so much. Yeah, and I remember being a teenager watching it and just being so confused about what what was happening. I was like, "This can't be! What yeah. what are they doing? This is these are different actors." There's I didn't know anything about budget. Like I never thought about films like that, and I right. immediately understood. Bad that was the filmmaking. first time you were yeah. like, "Something went wrong." I need Something to consider like the economy behind this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "How did they mess this up? They had they they had everything they needed to deliver." Like they it even did. started the second movie at the end of the first one. Like, yeah, you just, almost unprecedented. Just yeah, years that, later, with that was different real people, that was like, <laughs> yeah, which was funny because it was immediately like the loser just breaking the rules with, yes. without consequence. Like, yeah, you guys won the tournament, and guess what? Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> I don't it know was why, a little. Like a we New were York fucking guy. with you. You know, <laughs> yeah. it seemed it seemed funny for a while. It's not that funny. It did my favorite my favorite thing, which is it had clearly, I don't know, a tenth of the but however much to not afford Christopher Lambert, which is just James Remar's gotta be the same amount of money, right? James Remar is like At that uh, point in time, uh, yeah, maybe it was not. a it was a down period for James Remar, but his his ticket has gone up a little bit i think since then he's done a lot stuff, way, he's so. way over christopher Lambert yeah he's days. like because he had dexter kind of brought him back from the fringe and then he was in some, he had some sex in the city action that like raised his profile but at the bit. time you were like who the fuck is this guy i was where like is, oh the guy where is from, highlander yeah i was like oh the guy from 48 hours like that makes sense yeah, yeah. it's ajax Plus, from the warriors that's the last cool thing he did what i do appreciate 
about the second film is they really tried to stuff it with all of the characters that we thought were cool. They they right. they brought in the cyborgs, like the cyborg yeah. ninjas, Smoke all the weird French ninjas. Yeah, Ermac, Ur- I think was Ur-Mac. in it. Yeah. <laughs> Leftovers like, are fine with me. They try <laughs> They got Motaro even though they shouldn't have. Like don't yes. put a guy with four legs. Like you guys can't handle this. Like <laughs> <laughs> They had two American gladiators fighting each other, which I loved. Uh, cuz Motaro was Malibu and was that's, what, that's what it yeah. is. He's such and, a bro, and I couldn't place like, was, who is this bro? Jax was Saber. And Saber. so that was Saber versus Malibu. Only Malibu was a centaur. So, I mean, that's a dream come true for a lot of 90s kids. Uh, the first Guido centaur in existence. Was <laughs> I love such that a they douche. got the bro. And he broed out that part so hard, too. He did yeah. not dial that down. Centaurs uh, are excellent hunters. And it also Let me make a... love to you, Shao Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> and they had the... Uh, one guy who's pretty underrated but is fantastic, the guy who played Sub-Zero in that one. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember yes. his name, but he was in King of the Kickboxers. I think he was the guy who was, like, mangled by Billy Blanks and oh, had to train the white guy his, like, how to def- deflect his secret kicks. Right. Um, we haven't really dude. mentioned the martial arts of these movies, but it's, it's very bad. Okay. Like, the choreography is pretty weak, but also there's a lot of slow-motion shots where you can literally see the, the stunt people are struggling, like... You know, there's like these awkward moments when you like do a flying kick and you land it. Like, not everybody gets up like Jackie Chan or Jet Li, and there's kind of like yeah. this hoof, hoof, like getting their balance. A lot of that is in these movies, like <laughs> captured delicately in slow motion. It's, it's realism, man. There's yeah, like, <laughs> how a real how a real martial arts fight goes. A down. lot of That's like exactly what it looks like. Unsure expressions, like ugh, I yeah. fucking tore my ACL on that one. Uh, so yeah, this Sub Zero is pretty good in this movie. Uh, he's a good movie martial artist you know what else is weirdly good is katana like she's just sort of like a swimsuit model but like she clearly has a lot of dance training which seems to have served her better than everyone else's like martial arts training yeah Yeah, it's more dancing that makes sense was it the same katana in both films i can't remember i think so yeah all right i can't remember her name but but yeah she was just a just some gorgeous 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 model and then jade in the second movie was uh a russian beauty queen i think she was in a uh She's some, some other stuff. I think she was in Zoolander and a, a Bond movie. They should have totally, just gotten the woman totally that, necessary uh, part. Yeah, they should have just gotten the woman that played that played Gozer. That could have worked. <laughs> um, that scene where she shows up in Liu Kang's, I guess, dream. Uh, in she's his, like in her caveman wait, in bikini. His, in his Native American spirit vision. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, by the way, who played, who played four Night people Wolf? who was haven't a, seen? Was that uh, his a, name? Was is, that a Native American guy? Yeah, his name's Lightfoot. He's a Native oh, American okay. rapper. Nice, <laughs> and he and he got to be in this yeah. movie just to get just to give a guy a spirit vision, yeah, about how to change into an animal, hitting Enough every un- single Native American stereotype. And the way that was presented as some sort of like vision quest, you have to find your animality. Yeah, it's like oh, bro, that was like uh, a joke thing in the game. You're taking yeah. this way too seriously. That that's the other thing about this movie is it sort of seems like they don't give a shit. But many of the actors were trying things in different directions. Like a lot of them thought they were making like Power Rangers, and a lot of them thought they were making like the King of the Kickboxers. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. no one found this, the tone of of what the fuck's going on. Like a great example is a very famous line. Uh, if you've seen the movie, you'll remember it, where Katana says to Sindel, "Mother, you're alive," and she goes, <laughs> "Too bad you." Will die. She'll die. <laughs> it's just, she thought she was on a daytime soap opera. Yeah. She was like, that was a third path. That, she's confusion. Like, 
I get I get what this part is. They're like, no, yeah. no, you don't get it at all. And I think You're, she actually did get no, it. No, 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 they never else. said that. Yeah. They were like, yeah, that's perfect. I love it. Every, everybody else. directed the second one? I think that that's an important piece of information that I can't believe I don't know. Michael Mann. <laughs> I always like, it takes me, I'm slow, so it always takes me a second. So I, there's a there's a just a window there. Where I'll believe anything you say, and I'll like, no way. Did Michael Mann? <laughs> no, what, what a fuck? What a what a pivot! <laughs> All right, John R. Leonetti. What has he done? Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't sound familiar. Annabelle. Wow, he directed the first Annabelle. Okay. Um, in, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's about it. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a what a credit line. What a career. I wish I had uh, done either one of those. Honestly. <laughs> so. Um, Zach, how'd you feel about uh, Jax's dialogue in this film? I thought it, it felt a lot like someone who's heard black people talk, but didn't quite know how to do it himself. Like, like if yeah. a black person said to them, uh, yo, you want us to go back to our crib? He would say, yeah. I know what that means. And then when he tried to recreate it later for this script, you're like, hmm. I think that I'm getting a lot of that. Uh, there was a Key and Peele sketch like that, where it was like a gangster film. And there yeah. were two gangsters. And one of them was a real gangster. And the other one was like a, a Juilliard trained. Yes. I am an actor. And he's the one that had all the notes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I was getting that kind of vibe. He's like, oh, I can play black. I mean, I, mean, I am black. I should be able to do this. Like, just give me a chance. I'll, I'll find my voice. Yeah, I love I love him as an actor because he reminds me a lot of Dennis Rodman as an actor. Like he was an athlete turned actor, and and very much uh, seems like a guy with a, a big personality that that did not train that did not translate to theatrics. I guess we're talking so, about the new Jacks, right? This is we're jumping to the. new I'm film, talking about Annihilation Jacks. Oh, you're talking okay. Oh, oh, Saber, right? Saber, yes. Okay, because New Jacks had uh, some problems too. I mean, he was at least seemed like uh, he. He knew some other black people, but yeah. <laughs> right. I, don't, I honestly, I don't know if I remember enough about Sabres. There's, there's a great scene you might remember where uh, Raiden shows up and he's like, he talks about his arms like, you do not, you have no need of these arms. And he goes, you've known me two seconds, brother, and you're already dissing me. And it's just, it feels like, <laughs> I feel like as the only black person there, he probably should have had some notes like this is it. It's not technically wrong, but I think we can improve on this line. I don't think, yeah, it's. Uh, I wouldn't sound like this if I said this. Can I just say you what know, I would say? You know he was back there, like, bouncing lines off of Malibu. Like, that was his <laughs> go-to. That was his set bro. And, like... I wonder if they like you, you rise to the level, you know, Malibu's like, over there and is like just trying to relax and is like extra pair of like prosthetic legs. Just like, <laughs> man, what are we doing here? I didn't know I they think, were going to put a fucking horse suit on. Man. I think he yeah. was into it. Like Malibu at any time, if the camera was on him, he was like gnashing his teeth. Like that guy fucking brought energy to this movie. <laughs> Malibu. Centaurs make excellent hunters. Put me inside, you Shao Kahn! He's like, if I nail this, the fucking world is my oyster. I could do whatever I want after this. I could work with Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. I'd, I would love to watch more Malibu movies. I, we should look him up on IMDb later. My favorite um, uh, Jack's moment is just when he just takes his... When he realizes that he did indeed not need his arms, and he just pulls yeah. them off. As, I'm yeah. like, what were those attached to then? What were they doing before? <laughs> right. You just slid them off like actual sleeves. Were they, they just... They had to have been attached to his nervous system, like, <laughs> in a pretty severe way. And he just, he didn't seem like he that, hated uh, it. There's a, a scene I love where uh, Sonya Blade fights uh, Melina in the mud. And it, it's, a mud fight, yeah, they it's just a mud fucking, wrestling scene. They just wallow in it. They're like, 
And I don't mean they wallow in the mud. I mean like the filmmakers just wallowed in like the fucking perversity of it. They're like, the yeah, filmmakers were like, we're going to give the boys something yeah, to yeah. jack off to. This is a jack off break. Sweet. Let's do it. And at the end of there it, like this several, like <laughs> like a PlayStation One cutscene jumps out of the ground behind her, and it's trying to eat her. And then Jax, to save her, just starts punching in the ass. <laughs> just because they didn't, up. they didn't want to like try to Photoshop like interacting with it. Right. So he had to punch it low and from behind. And yeah. It went on for I swear to God it went on for ten minutes. I remember combo it going on. on for ten. Minutes. <laughs> I feel like they cut away from it and then yeah. back to it. We're like, yeah, yeah, no, it's over. No, he's still punching that ass. <laughs> we don't want to waste that, uh, any of this punching footage. That, like he, like Chris Redfield from. Do you ever play Resident Evil Five when he just punches mm-hmm. the absolute shit out of that boulder? Yes, to, yes. But I'm like, is he human? Am I controlling a monster? Like throwing body shots into that boulder. Yeah, that boulder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his arms are boulders, so technically it's a fair fight, but I don't know what I'm looking at here. Um, that yeah, that was, made me laugh out loud probably the, the first three times I saw that cutscene. I just could not <laughs> believe they did it. Even for Resident Evil, where, like, there's a very famous Resident Evil scene where they're shooting each other at point-blank range, and they're just, like, rolling on the ground to get out of the way of the bullets. Oh, that's Have you my seen favorite this? one. It's yeah. so fucking good. I still think punching the boulder might be dumber than that. <laughs> no. Well, that's what the no, game... I don't know, the the, game I don't know that like, you beat that one. The game was, like... <laughs> We're going, this is an anime now. Like, whatever yeah. you thought about horror, like, we're, this is One Punch Man now. So, well, Jax eventually took his arms off, I think, to beat Cyrax or something like that. Wasn't he fighting uh, he one of the ninjas? He was fighting Motaro. Oh, he was fighting Motaro. It was yeah. a gladiator on gladiator, gladiator action. Gladiator, gladiator, robot yeah. arms to beat no horse. <laughs> yeah. I already ate that horse right in the ass. I eat horses like you for breakfast. If it's got an ass, point me towards it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've talked enough about Annihilation. Like, Annihilation, they, they there's no world building because they're just in the outworld. And I feel like that place sucks so fucking hard that they don't care that it's going to get destroyed when the realms merge. Because a lot of the drama... the lore. The yeah. lore is, this place, yeah. I believe, this place sucks. I believe Katana at one point was like, this place really sucks. They're like, it didn't <laughs> used to suck, but it does now. Yeah. So, yeah. We're That's, well, it we used to be good. A, we did get an awesome... Brian Thomas is another great character actor who got fucking completely wasted as uh, Shao Kahn. Yeah, I was so surprised when he took off the mask. I was like, yeah, that's. I, mean, I was like, that's you got that Shao guy, Kong? and that's all you're doing? You're not going to let him, like. Like, he was in Cobra. He had, like, the deadly Satan knife. Like, he's, right. he's dangerous, man. And, he's, uh, show him breaking a dude in half. Lionheart. He's not a master. He's not a Lionheart. mastermind. Yeah, but he was just, like, a little, like, twerp in Lionheart. He was, like, a skeevy fix it guy. You know, he's right. a fixer or whatever. I, I feel like he's got a great look. Like, you look at him and you're like, oh, that's a bad guy. But not the main bad guy. Right. Um, and I guess well, he wasn't. That's a bad guy I could take. He's, yeah. He had the honor of getting his fucking chest caved in by the Terminator. He was like one of the first <laughs> people. Him and Bill Paxton yeah. got wrecked. <laughs> they fucking close. had it coming. You don't go up to yeah. a fucking 270-pound man Naked fully nude. Man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dick, even if that guy Dick was swinging. not a robot, you were <laughs> fucked. Like, <laughs> Counting his fucking ten pack down to his dick while he's You're walking like, around. Look outside. at this guy. Look at this guy who could I'm I'm ninety eight pound Bill Paxton at this point. What am I uh, I have not hit Bill Paxton puberty. Before, I'm gonna like, fucking take him. I don't do too well on Twitter. Like I, my tweets never I just put random thoughts in there and then fuck off and one of my better tweets was You like, know who tweets really well is those bad lip reading guys. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm out of here. I will leave right now. <laughs> He goes, hey, guys, posted a new video today, and that's all he tweets. Um, I, I was talking about how I, I never realized it until I was grown up but that Reese 
the first thing he did when he arrived was steal a homeless man's dirty pants. And yes. then he ended the movie in those same pants and only took them off to fuck Sarah Connor. Yeah, and she has he right back into F through Z. <laughs> the very least, she got a UTI from the future. She got, got yeah, they she got, got a UTI got, through time. They got caught yeah. off off guard by the Terminator yeah, like while he was putting those dirty infection. fucking bum pants back on. Like that was <laughs> with got caught with his bum pants yeah. down. No underpants, just just dick on bum contact all yeah. movie like that. <laughs> pants that haven't been washed in years. Yeah, longer yeah. than Reese has been alive, probably. Um, so That's, the new. What's That's that? probably why Ed Furlong sucks so bad. <laughs> Fucking, most, bad of his, most of his Boo. DNA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Glick me. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> I like how you took the jeans and then you was very unexpected, Zach. <laughs> I don't get to hit puns very often. I'm, I'm yeah. proud when I'm able you to. You nailed it. Fucking nuclear out. pun. So, so yeah. So uh, Earth is in a lot of trouble because when the realms merge, they, they squish everything together and fuck it all up. And nobody in Outworld seems to think this is a problem because what the fuck are you going to fuck up? Mm-hmm. And oh no, my debris! <laughs> my debris. That, that's where I keep my my PlayStation One monsters. That's where I keep my future homes of reptiles. Those like random statues that could be inhabited by right. like little reptiles that yeah. like turn into ninjas. Yeah, you know we got those. We, we got a lot even, of those. They're all around. What we didn't mention that Liu Kang fucked that. up fucked up that little reptile guy so hard in the first movie. He like kicked him through the door and he did like 60 flips, which is a very Mortal Kombat way to travel. Right. And then he like hits the ground. He turns immediately into maggots. Yeah. And then a little monster comes out. And then Liu Kang, like Bruce Lee murders that monster. Uh, just incredible. Like he turned him. Yeah. He turned him back into that statue that was right. full of bugs. It was like the bugs were coming out. It was like, yo, he kicked that guy so hard. He turned him into a fucking statue, dog. <laughs> yeah. A bug filled statue. Yeah, uh, and in Annihilation, they all had like a little tattoo that would turn into a dragon and then vanish in a flash of light. Like, right. they clearly don't have any problem adding very strange lore, but they never really make sense out of it. I guess no. it, later in the movie they say, "Oh, that's a special pass, so you can pass between realms." Yeah, but like, they people pass between realms freely, like all the time. Scorpion just grabs Katana and he's like, "Suckers!" and takes her through <laughs> a realm portal. That's one of my favorite things. Against your will. It's like. One of my favorite things that the Mortal Kombat movies do is that Scorpion is only allowed to speak if it's in that weird voice. And most of the time, he's only allowed to say something if if it's about being in one place and then having to go over here. Like, that's. Because he says, get down here. Even in the first one, yeah. Yeah. Get down here. It's like, oh, well, as long as it's about, you know, travel from point A to point here. He can say it. Are you familiar with like the the Ghana movies or the Ugandan movies where they like they make like a, a bad action movie and then it's all filmed like in, you know, Kikongo or Osa or whatever that they're filmed in. And then like some dude will come in in English later and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good action. Good action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK. A lot of Mortal Kombat Annihilation feels like that because there's so much ADR, especially from Jax, where they'll like sort of be fighting and Jax will come in and say like, yeah, fuck you, man. Oh, yeah. You nice, nice explosion there, buddy. And you're like, what? What's going on here? And I, I, I just love it through the lens of like knowing those Ghana movies. That's what it feels like when you watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation now. I need to not only revisit Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but also I need your recommendations for the Ghana movies. Okay. Uh, I, I need that experience. I want that. Okay. 
I, Bad Black is the one I saw like at the Alamo Draft House that kind of got me like hooked. Bad Black, uh, I like that title. Yeah, and there's one called Who Killed Captain Alex. Uh, and <laughs> less less good title, <laughs> right? Less good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That one's not hooking. Pretty me big step down way. from Bad Black. But here's the thing: is that the the action is outrageously bad. Like they'll have like a cartoon helicopter. That's like put in with After Effects. It's but like then, Birdemic style. Uh, yes, like Birdemic style. I've, seen, like I've graphics. seen clips of this stuff. But their yeah. martial arts is fucking way better than Mortal Kombat. Like these dudes are straight <laughs> up like kung fu enthusiasts, and they go nuts. <laughs> so there's in a lot of ways they're great, and then they'll have like stick machine guns and sometimes real machine guns. It, you have to suspend a lot of disbelief, and. Uh, also, the movie is being narrated by this guy who's like, oh, action, good action. Ooh, that girl's hot. Look at the butt. And then sometimes he like makes fun of shit. He's like, oh, he missed. Look at that. <laughs> so it's very strange. So the whole thing it's simulates like watching it. It's got it a riff tracks built into Yeah, it's the got a riff tracks built into the audio. It's got like a I'm the juggernaut bitch type <laughs> yes. dude just commenting over it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I want to see it. So Bad Black. That's the only one I remember. Mr. Alex or whatever. I'm not. Yeah, who killed Captain Alex? Who killed Captain Alex? <laughs> like a jackie chan movie title yeah it is um, that's that's his character name too hi my name is who killed captain alex <laughs> jackie chan and then uh, jackie chan's on a mountaintop going who killed captain alex <laughs> you caught my reference it's from the film who am i who am where, i where yeah. jackie chan played a character named who am i and jackie chan and he also yelled, we, who am I? We don't want to talk about the new Mortal Kombat so hard. <laughs> We're already Look at you can, we've doing been, Let's get back to it. No, anything no, else. We're not going to do it. Let's get back to it. I, no. I'm actually really excited to talk about that because I could really tear into this one. Like The other ones were fun, and we have fond memories of them that are nostalgia-based. But this right. one, this one fucking shit the bed in like every possible way. Like I didn't even look it up, but did they add a new guy that was not? In yeah. Mortal Kombat yeah. to be a character. Cole. That's my Cole. least favorite thing. You fucking, fucking cowards. Cole. You like, can't even tell the need... story with the yeah. main character. We don't need a fucking last action hero type avatar that represents us. That like we we all have grown up playing Mortal Kombat. We know mm-hmm. who everybody is. That's who Pick Cyrax is for. I'm yeah. Cyrax. <laughs> I am Cyrax. Show me the world through his lens. <laughs> it should be about Cyrax. I want to watch him fall in love. <laughs> I want like a. Uh, like a District 9 type, like, I want to feel humanity towards this soulless machine as he tries to find himself in this world. Let's talk about Cyrax real quick. We, we will get to the new Mortal Kombat, but Cyrax in Annihilation <laughs> shows up and he just shoots these spiked balls out of his chest that don't fucking do anything. Like, they fly off to the random sides, like, far away from his enemies, stick to walls and explode, harming no one. Uh, that's who Cyrax is. That's why I love him. But uh, I, we should talk about the new movie. We're going to be here all day talking about Cyrax. Ninja, though, too. That's like the, their lore behind those things is so awesome that it, right. it gave like a free pass to how bad they were because like, oh, they're here, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's it's awesome in the best way, which is yeah. a twelve-year-old with no notes. Like, no when they showed up in the video game, <laughs> what's cool know, like, to you? We had to try to figure out everything we could about these new characters because like that the idea that lore that was kind of a new thing to us when it came to mm-hmm. arcade games. Like they didn't Final Fight had no lore. It was like we kidnapped your daughter. He's the Come mayor. Get her. How the much mayor. fucking yeah. lore do you need? He's the mayor. Time to yeah, hit the streets. That's a complete story, story to me. We're lovers. Yeah. And we got the lore we got is are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? Like, that's all you needed. Yeah. So it's a perfect we like, story. Cyrax, Heard him we out. found out that he was like 
Sub Zero's clan got into cybernetics and decided right. that that was the next phase of ninjas. And, and like, motocross, they got really into <laughs> yeah, motocross. Got, yeah, their BMX armor is like. Top, I love the, top that's tier. what they went to to make them a robot. Yeah. Is they just put BMX gear on them. I love like, it. They looks great. It. Like, Don't oh, cool. even fucking put stuff on it. Just yeah. straight BMX gear. This one's got Predator dreads. That's as, yeah. as high end as we're willing to get. He um, shoots balls. Exploding balls. This guy just shoots oil slick. I was confused by that. He'd shoot oil on the ground. I'm like, is that his blood? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is he using his own Did lubrication to... Take a shit? <laughs> is that excrete um uh yeah i love the robots i i don't love that there are no robots in the new one um i do love right. cabal cabal was cool basically kano and cabal the two black dragon kano mm-hmm. was dudes. rad yeah. kano was the best kano stole the whole movie kano got he, he stole all it. like what's Could it, it even be called was it, was it stealing it did like they, they left it unattended and yeah. he just took it he just yeah. walked away with it and nobody questioned it yeah yeah I think that's his. Yeah, I think it is his too. I didn't see anybody yeah, else put it there. So um, yeah, he wants whatever, it. I don't want however it. However many f bombs they're allowed within their rating, he took them all. Like mm-hmm. that was. He's like, "How many do I get?" And they were like, "Go for it, dude." We'll, we'll edit save it a non-sexual facts. Oh, yeah. all fucking and then he's just like I can... how. How racist can I get? He's like Mexicans, and that's it. He's like, "Oh, I take that fucking hat, that Fuck. sombrero." Shove it so far up your ass, you'll speak Spanish fluently. (laughs) You know what? I called him Kung Pao. Hey, Zach, remember? (laughs) I called that fucker Kung Pao. So here's why I hate the new Mortal Kombat. Like, so in the original one, it was like only the best warriors got a shot to defend Earth, right? That means they had to work hard. They were the most talented. Like art. The spirit, whatever. Like art. Art had the spirit. He didn't. His body wasn't there, but. He was, you know... He never gave up. He was noble, and he never gave up. Yeah. In this movie, none of that shit matters. Right. All that matters is that you have some sort of inherited fucking thing that you did not have to work for, unless you murdered, unless you murdered for, for it. it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, murders work. How have your murders been going? Mine have been really fucking tough. So we got one guy who was born with it. It's inherited wealth from his family, uh-huh. and he sucks shit. The yeah. only time we see him fight... Prior to, to the Mortal Combating, he loses. It's an MMA fight, and he gets wrecked. His only corner man is a little girl. Him. Yeah, and and to be clear, she's not a talented martial arts coach. Like she's just they're the against only the coach. He has double underhooks, and she says, "Use your uppercut." Use your which uppercut. would require him to like disengage, Let go, yeah. <laughs> open himself to attack, then get some distance, then close the distance again. It's a the bad idea. It's a bad advice, corner call. The only thing that advice was supposed to do was a. It was supposed to be like it's kind of like a Chekhov's uppercut, but right. it was also to be like people aren't clear if this is or is not Johnny Cage yet. So say something about an uppercut, so they still think that maybe it's Johnny Cage. Okay, yeah, he's in a, a cage. Uh, maybe he's in a do the splits stupid. and punch his dick. Yeah, I would love to have seen that. <laughs> so he gets like legitimately submitted. He taps out. He gives up. Yeah, uh, in the in the most humiliating possible way. And that's yeah, it. That's the only time we ever see him fight. But he's somehow just chosen because he has the tattoo, even though he doesn't particularly want it or anything that it has to do with it. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want to fight. I yeah, don't want to defend the world. He lost. Uh, he lost in a day MMA tournament in a two hundred dollar prize fight. Like, yeah. 
the stakes were really low. But that's his superpower at the end. His superpower is that he gets Taking stronger when you beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Which gets, they thought was way more inspiring than it was. He gets like bootleg Wakanda technology <laughs> yeah. that he could channel into his uppercut. Because she yells, use your uppercut again. And we go full right. circle. And it I'm such a bad fighter. Up. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> that uh, So this whole Mark situation was like just like like stillbirth it was like it was yeah it was like failed from the beginning it was um because obviously uh we talked about the world building in the first movie and how it's it's bad in this one it very clearly just using like the raw capitalism of this uh birthmark element right within two days only murderers would have this fucking mark it only murderers would have it yeah just look at so like Liu kang has one and he's like i took it because i murdered a child trafficker Right. And it's like, why did that child trafficker have it? Right. <laughs> Who gave him that? He murdered did the he, child. Was he born with it? Because if he was, that's a shitty system. Right. Like, he might have just murdered why? a random kid. He and might have unreal- just murdered a He didn't kid. know the kid had the birthmark. It was just some kid born to fight Mortal Kombat who had the yeah. bad luck of getting murdered by a child trafficker. And then, oops, you see the problem with the system, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And then, so he like, performed the a fatality of- on that child with just like a gun. Yeah, right. that's a fatality. Yeah. So the odds of a Liu Kang showing up and then reacquiring the mark for like a noble purpose. It seems really low. Like so it's low. what you said within two days, it would be nothing but Kano's at that table. Yeah. Like that's it. You get a table full of Kano's. They're all morally compromised. Your world is fucked. Which would have like, been such a good movie. Wow. That'd been amazing. <laughs> Just fucking 12 yeah, Kano's movie. wrestling. So here's the- where you can make the movie even a little more interesting. So what does constitute murder? Like, uh-huh. If Kano got run over by an old lady and he died, does that old lady now have the mark or does the car like what? Wait, what? What are the- it's the car because Mortal Kombat exists in a universe where machines can enter Mortal Kombat. Cyrex, we were just talking about. So the car True. would the be. Car would get it. I wanted to see something like. Um, have you ever? It's a really obscure movie from the late seventies. Uh, Fred Willard's in it. It's called Americathon. Have you ever seen it? Uh. Uh-uh. It's basically trying to save America with a telethon, and it's just like ongoing stupid sketches. To, and there's a scene where Meatloaf, the the singer, has to fight a car, and he's like spearing it like a whale. He's like on top of it, like just being like slung around, like being whipped, tail whipped by it. He's like trying to hang on, and it's trying to kill him. And he eventually conquers it, like it rolls over on his belly, and he spears its guts and oil <laughs> spraying everywhere. It's a fantastic scene, like. But I, I wanted to see, like, I was like, I would have preferred something like that, like mm-hmm. just a car rolls out and yeah. Kung Lao has to fight it. I, I think a bear. There's definitely going to be a few wild animals in the tournament if you could get them just by killing someone. Oh, like Kuma from the from the Tekken series, yeah, like some yeah, Tekken, like a, a kangaroo. Yeah, uh, kangaroo. Oh, now you're working animalities back yeah, in. Yeah, yep. a little raptor. You know, anything. What if the kangaroo could do a humanality and then <laughs> so it's just like this actor walking around. You get Brian Thompson again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was playing a, a kangaroo, kangaroo in a man's He'd make body. A killer kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's he's always been a kangaroo wearing a man's skin. Yeah. If you were just a casting hopping. director and, and, and you were told, Okay, this character is a human with kangaroo mind and Brian Thompson walks in. Brian Thompson. And they're like Fucking dollar sign eyes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Ice T's not available, so I guess Brian Thompson is, <laughs> is the way to go. Um, I bet that so, pisses off Ice T when whenever someone mentions the kangaroo character. I don't. I don't do that shit. <laughs> That's the I, first thing I would talk to him about. That's the only my, thing. Kangaroo for like. I don't have 40 any minutes. other questions. That's in my past. <laughs> 
that, I just um, want to know, did you realize it was a kangaroo guy? <laughs> like, when you took the part? Were you like, I'm going to be a cool Like, scripts can move fast. Like, they only yeah. introduce you once. <laughs> I think he knew. They had to leap yeah. around. Like, they had to use jump powers. I was told it was Maybe more you thought, like, I jump really thing. good. This mark. Uh-huh. Here's where the, 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 the uh-huh. next set of problems <clears throat> come in. Now you are unable... So there's magic in the world of Mortal Kombat. And for our entire lives, we were led to believe that if you train hard enough, you could have this magic. Like, it comes right. through practice and just being a badass. Nope. Nope. You can't do it unless you have this mark that you were either lucked into or you murdered someone for. Right. So Sonya Blade, who is repeatedly shown as the most competent martial artist in this right. film, she quickly dis- dismantles Johnny Cage or Cole, whoever the fuck... He tries to break into her little, you know, trailer park, and mm-hmm. she just just fucking Runs submits him right away. Same with and Kano. And she Kano, she just totally houses Kano. At at any point, she has proven to be the mo- the superior martial artist, but mm-hmm. she's like, don't have a mark. Ejected. She's like, yeah, bitch, bye. Like, every time she tries to walk in because she doesn't have the mark, so it's like, oh, you, like there is no talent involved. It's How just, great so would it be this- if like in late in Act Two, they're like. If if Cole's like, dude, I can't fucking do this, and Sonya's like, you're the only chance Murder we have, <laughs> and he just puts a knife in her hand and like drives it into his own heart, and then he just like, dude, that's a incredible. bold decision, movie. Yeah, that's how you it. make it. You gotta make <laughs> the she's tough like, call. She, and she's like between like horrified and happy. Yeah, she's gotten this is what she wanted, like, but she also like not like this. So shocked. Yeah, not like it has, this, to, yeah, it has to be okay, you, Sonya. <sighs> they had to just throw away so many other characters to get to that point. Yeah, and so that that what makes that mark thing stupid is that you have everybody's got like a little trick, mm-hmm. and that you can only access that trick through like negging, basically, yeah, just so massive trauma. Their, yeah, so all their training sessions are reduced to them just like being abused until they try to find the right thing that annoys you just <laughs> in the right for way. Kano just it's wants someone to give him a fucking egg roll, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, they're like and they, no, and Luke Kang and, Kang and Kung Lao are looking at each other like we know what's going this on. This is here. it. We this is it. We cracked it. Yeah, this is it's it. It's the egg roll code. <laughs> it's the egg roll. We've we've him. trained for this. The monks taught us about this. <laughs> the egg roll technique. And he gets so mad at like the weakest cut downs too. Like Kung Lao's got no smoke. Yeah. behind his words like there's it's so lame like yeah, he's like you a fat pig he's like okay he's like fucking sombreros <laughs> and fucking fire fuck yeah like dude relax it's not that bad like like yeah. escalated he's had bit. such he's, thick skin up into this point and now all of a yeah. sudden it's just like he was hungry he was yeah. just frustrated because he, he has that, hungry, he was hangry dude. yeah that's true I relate. I relate to it. It's still yeah. my favorite character. And uh, so then they beat up Cole for a while, and it like just doesn't work. Like <laughs> they're beating the shit out of him while they like talk about beating the shit out of him. Like oh, this isn't working while they're punching yeah, him. He's in the just face. like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. And then you get your get ass out. kicked, yeah. right? Just give up. And they just send him home. And, yeah. Uh, like uh, we tried everything. We tried not giving an egg roll. We tried beating him up. Uh, yeah. This is let's, it's not an exact can't science. The egg roll thing let's send work. him home and let's tip off the bad guys to send <laughs> right. their fucking mutant prince after his family. Uh, maybe that'll work. Like yeah. that, like the way Raiden is kind of like I. That was my plan the whole time. Yeah. After he shows up, I'm like, that's messed up, man. He was gonna rip his family apart. Yeah, and I, I'm and a little. Goro emerges from a barn. Like that's just so disappointing. <laughs> like the first time we see Goro, he just like slides a stable open and right. He could have dropped from the sky. Him. Annihilation. Another thing it did well is all the ninjas entered. Through portals in the sky while on fire doing flips. 
Like that is so fucking apocalyptic. Falling to the sky like just, ninja yeah, comets. Ninja apocalypse is the like ninja media storm. The best possible, <laughs> yeah, ap- of all apocalypses. Like and that's, so, if they, they it. if they dropped Goro ninja apocalypse style out of a hole in the sky doing flips and he hit the ground superhero pose, no one would say like, oh man, that's stupid. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, fucking go all out. There's just having an bar- plus. I bet the barn was more work CGI wise. Yeah, have, just drop him in the sky. Cowards. You, you could have at least like dropped him into the barn, and he could have blown the whole fucking thing up for yep. scale. You know, like, oh, this guy's fucking powerful. Like yeah. that shockwave blew up a barn. I have a rough idea of the dimensions of a barn. I, that means something to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he like gets. Good point. He says no words. You know, he's just completely embarrassed by this super shirt that appears out of nowhere because yeah. what a weird he believes power. in himself now. It's super, yeah, it seems I feel so clearly like Black Panther, but. Like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, it's his punishment shirt. Cole can take a beating. That's his superpower, is being able to take a beating long enough to... to Does he remember? You remember, guys, how the movie started with him taking a beating? Yeah. That's called screenwriting. That's, that's just good it. storytelling. Yeah, right. yeah, that's foreshadowing. So it's all the, it's all the techniques. It's like poetry, it rhymes. And then he's got these, like... I don't know if they just decided, well, he has to attack with something, so, you know, just fart some tonfas out of his hands and yeah. call it a day. Some big and one's sharp purpose. and one's blunt. Like, I just didn't get... Which, <laughs> again, is a bad idea for Mortal Kombat because the worst Mortal Kombat character is a guy named Striker. Striker, Who's, who's yeah. got a tonfa. Uh, and I actually, so, like... Do you think that was a nod? Was that a nod? That's what it said. I, it had it to felt have been, like right? it could have been. I don't think it was, but it, it it's dangerously close to one. It which made, is, all it did was made me think, wow, Stryker actually would have been better in this movie. Than yes. Cole. Like that's, if I had it was not just thought like about Stryker in 10 years. Yeah. What the mall cop. Can you now? imagine if it's it was a, just a fucking Paul Blart character who had to enter Mortal Kombat? But no, they get like this, <laughs> this guy who's a real martial artist who's clearly had like a long fight career, like an experienced martial artist. He's just like, can't fight for shit. Like that's not a good character, but like yeah, a, that's that's he's like Diego Sanchez basically. Right? Like he's he's had so he's got a history. He's like respected somewhat, yeah. but he's he's on the on the downslide. Oh like my god, it, it's so good. perfectly Diego Sanchez. Like he had a good career. <laughs> now he can't fight at all, and a lot of it's because yeah. he like fell in with these magic people. <laughs> Dude, the, I'm glad you're caught up on the current Diego situation because yeah. it's sad. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, there's some recent controversy where Diego Sanchez's uh, manager sh- stood up in like a UFC like corporate meeting and went on some insane rant about how people don't like Diego because I guess they were making fun of him. Uh, Joe Rogan and uh, what's his name? Not Goldberg anymore, but uh, anyway, oh, the announcers on, were uh, John Onik or whatever. Yeah, John Onik. They were yeah. they were making fun of Diego because he trains with this magic. Guru, like a, this yoga teacher. He's like, a cult, he's like a cult leader, right? Yeah, he's, he's kind of. But yeah. Diego's the only guy in the cult. Like it's, he's just. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, he completely lost his mind, and now he's mad that people are making fun of him for losing his mind. And uh, I don't know. It's an interesting drama. We could probably well, can't today's get into news it. is that Diego announced that he thinks the UFC is like trying to kill him. That seems that's perfectly appropriate. Yes. That's, yeah. So that's that's your hero, folks. That's Cole. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend pointed out correctly, because I watched it twice, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, um, <laughs> that his shirt is actually a, a stylistic reproduction of the, the wrapping around the Scorpion family, like, digging tool. Huh. There's, like, a very specific way that it's, like, the, the, it's like 
wrapped up, and that's what that his was shirt's another of my favorite parts of the movie is that now Scorpion's cool hook is a trowel. It's a garden yeah. trowel. Yeah. <laughs> they had his wife digging with a knife. I was like, no, 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 that's not a garden trowel. She's using a knife to dig. Like, what is? I don't know how. Nope, to feel that's about a garden this. trowel. Yeah, he <laughs> used it as a garden trowel. That was the last thing he used like, it for. Scorpion, honey, do we have any garden tools? He's like, I only have ninja weapons. She's like, I guess okay. that'll that'll do. This is, is fine. A dig? Yeah, this Can is I dig great. Yeah. I'll use this you must the make the earth submit. Stab the earth, <laughs> and it will grow. Honey, for you're you. so dramatic. I'm gonna be in the garden. So that opening. I um, will be opening a portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, that, that we got baited. They released that first seven minutes. Um, oh, that fucking trailer! They, that first trailer they, was so good. They got us the same way that Outriders got us. I, you, I know yeah. you played Outriders with us. It's a game for, like like riddled with problems now. And they just keep getting worse. Like, they keep trying to fix it. And they just like for every one thing they fix, they break 10. Right. Um, but they released a demo that was incredible. They got everybody on board. And it was like, oh, that's what this Mortal Kombat tried. The first seven minutes was the Outriders demo. And, mm-hmm. and we never got anything like that throughout the rest of the movie. Like stylistically like choreograph wise none of that shit came back um and we got joe taslim or taslim i don't know how you pronounce it from the raid and uh mm-hmm. i guess that current show um warrior that's on hbo he's in that he's okay. fucking fantastic i love that guy yeah he's uh, sub-zero is that hiroyuki uh, is that the guy who plays scorpion that dude from like sunshine and last samurai right, right. they're all fantastic dudes like they're they're great they're they're far yeah, it didn't this didn't have a ton of performance all. issues. It's not like Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 where, like, there's a lot of performance issues where, like, you know, like Malibu's not a great centaur yeah. actor, right? He performs well as a human athlete. No, but as a the centaur. guy named Malibu? It's not a multi-threat kind of guy? <laughs> right, so, so you're constantly reminded that you're, watching, a crossover. Like, you're yeah. watching this Power Rangers thing for adults. Whereas this movie, like, I felt like most of the acting was competent and the special effects were kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, which is kind of worse like when you have a movie right. that's really bad you want to be able to like at least appreciate like if it's campy in a lot of fun memorable ways then yes. we'll be talking about it 20 years from now but I just I don't think that's going to happen yeah we'll point. forget about this movie pretty quick yeah. and, and the Mark system definitely made and uninteresting yes mm-hmm. the worst that's the worst thing a movie can be uh, yep. the other thing that it does that's uh, kind of a death sentence for a film like this is it takes stuff in the video game and it tries to like explain it like how the fuck Mm -hmm. does someone have a magic power in the video game no one cared like no one's playing the video game like how is this guy throwing a fireball this is fucking stupid i don't think anybody asked that question in any of the the best martial artist in that area like that's how he throws fireballs he's good enough at karate you dumbass why do you fucking ask the movie was about explaining how he did a bunch of push-ups that's his reward (laughs) (laughs) and so uh to spend so much screen time explaining how these particular people got powers and also, it felt like it felt like, like an apology. Of the like, movie. like mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out how Sonya, what powers Sonya would have, because I don't think she has any in the game. So she didn't in the first ten or twelve more. She Kombat. just has like Sonic rings and like right. that death kiss. That's it. Right. So then, but I think that was a fatality. So that doesn't quite count as her powers because yeah. that's like a magic little cartoon. Anyway, yeah. The point is, it felt like to me most of the movie, it's like, oh, this was someone working really hard to explain why Sonya doesn't have powers and everyone else can do this cool stuff. And then later they're like, no, 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 just get, we'll give her this laser beam she can shoot. Yeah. Because what? It took her I two seconds. Once move. she got the mark, she's she like, oh, I got game. my powers. Didn't even show it. Just happened off camera. She's like, I, I have this arcana thing. It was like a four, yeah. It was like a like foregone conclusion that she 
murdered Kano. Like that was just we mm. knew it was going to happen because she already beat him. Yeah. Even though he's got a laser eye, which doesn't really add anything to the, the threat level. You're like, I'll just yeah throw water in your face, and apparently it'll short circuit because it's really just machinery, <laughs> not magic. Like what? <laughs> It's what did you throw in his eye? I didn't, I didn't catch it the second time either. It feels like, was it hydrogen peroxide or something? I will say, yeah, it wasn't. Jax's little tiny robot arms were really funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was some, that was some real body horror. That was kind of horrific. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is I laughed every time when he was doing the weak little when loony he was, punches. He was hitting the bag and just like, just like <laughs> wishing he was dead. Yep. Like, you know, These <laughs> things fucking suck. He's like, God damn it. Probably I got really little... did hurt. That was probably just like ramming his like stubs with, with metal. Yeah, and then Kano's like, "Do they make him in boy sizes?" It's such an awesome insult for a guy who just walks out of out of the room with the fucking robot arm. Oh, it just oh, they had, he, he the hit that elephant in the room like yeah. with with everything he had. Fucking, he finds your insecurities and just pounces on it. He just digs his thumb in there. Yeah, and he's already got the laser eye at that point, so he's just brimming with yeah. with gusto. He's. I hope it. they learn a lesson. Like I, know, I heard they were going to make two more of these movies, and I hope they've learned the lesson from this, and that the only thing anybody liked about it was Kano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next movie, he's back from the dead, and it, he's the main character. Yeah. Kano and the fact that Sub-Zero turned blood into a knife like yeah. that's the only it's just a it's I, a fucking buddy comedy until I'm dead Kano and, and, I, and me I, I, I mentioned that on Twitter I was like just make a buddy comedy with Cabal and Kano because those were the two best yeah characters that's in the it. whole film like Cabal had this kind of weird like maybe it was a Jersey accent like <laughs> right. this motherfucker was it a real <laughs> shithead with a bad attitude I know that guy <laughs> and he's, he's your fucking he's super on a speed Let me cyber ninja. This suit. he's yeah. why I'm in this suit yeah. Okay, that's explained. Let's keep, keep moving. Yeah. Your what, so what is it? He put you in a magic suit? You just look like a super-powered villain, so right, maybe no. you need to... Is that a, like a, a... That's a medical iron lung. Like, the doctors... An iron lung? Yeah. Found this evil mercenary. Like, cabals. we gotta keep him alive at all costs. So that that's clearly, like, I guess, outworld magic, right? So that that's, it presents another question. Mm-hmm. This is, like, going back to what you were saying about the rules and how everyone's just breaking them all the time and that they don't really matter. Right. So like the rules for earthlings is that you can't learn magic unless you've got this stupid, like frat brand. Yep. So clearly sub zero and cabal are humans from earth mm-hmm. who are just in imbued with magical power because like somebody at outworld recognized their talent and just blessed them with abilities. Like they don't have tattoos or anything like they're not chosen. Did subs- they were recruited for their talent. Had- freeze powers just because he was a good ninja that's what i thought too and i think the movie was basically unintentionally said that okay like but right. he was always working for outworld i think even back in the day when he's going after scorpion because he's what did he say he said like the lin kwai which i think is the chinese yeah. ninja that's which, the chinese ninja right yeah. that has nothing to do with outworld as far as i know i yeah. th- i feel like by saying that, you're saying here's a here's an organization outside of under of, of the other world people, outworld, yeah, outworld people. Uh, I don't know. The, yeah, it's like they have magic though, and it they never like if they wanted this rule of the brand to stick, they could have done like a, a quick moment where he rolled up his sleeve. He's like, I'm chosen too, ha ha, but I'm bad. So at least like it explains his right. magic powers. But as far as I know, he's just so badass that he could freeze people and has ice powers. Like that's. That was and my Kamal understanding. He's got this awesome teleport like suit that turns him into like a, a Tron light bike. Um, right. And those fish hook things. Yeah. Like, what do you call those? Uh, oh, uh, fuck. There's a name for them. Like a, um, hook swords. Hook, I think they're just called hook swords. That sounds yeah. right. 
I remember you could buy those in the old martial arts catalogs back in the day. Oh, those were always like a, a yeah. hot, a heavy on the wish list of things I thought it would be awesome to have. Um, Maybe somebody was just like looked at all of those flaws and was like, "Listen, the movie already is just ninety percent us trying to explain Mortal Kombat in a cool way." Yeah. yeah. We can't keep doing this because they already jammed the entire contest until the last like 15 minutes. Yeah. Which was crazy. I can't believe it ended like that. I was kept checking the clock like, <laughs> how are they going to do this? This is, sure is a lot of not Mortal Kombat for a movie named Mortal Kombat. You had one job in a movie about a video game that's about uh-huh. a tournament. It was just to have some tournament footage. Just even like one fight, but it was yeah. not. It was no. just all neg- negging training that led up to a battle royale that had no rules, made no sense. Right. That no was, it was so good fast. guys trying to make the rules. Like, they don't want a tournament? Let's give them a tournament. And yeah. by tournament, <laughs> they meant, like, fucking pair off and have three fight. or four fights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Each one minute long. Yeah, and it's not like... Let's get this, let's get this shit out of the way, right. this fighting shit. And after we everybody... each win, we'll fight each other, right? I mean, it's, I, I said the word tournament, so we all agree to fight <laughs> each other. We've got to be one death, winner, right? so, yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate that huh. Jack's got a uh, like a story of Ricky style move in there. He yes. did the cake head where he yeah. like smashed that dude's the guy from Fury Road's fucking head made out of cake. <laughs> um, that so speaking of Jax's arms, so let I, I want to talk one more one more gripe I had about the magic of the of the brand. So his hidden arcana or whatever they said was robot arms. Yes. So. Was that always his arcana, and he just had to unlock it? And like, or was it the fact that he had little baby, I like, feel like, like... Uh, constructs arms that like necessitated that power? Or would he have like, even with regular arms, would he have tapped into his magic power, and those arms would have exploded off of his body as they were replaced by better <laughs> mechanical? I ones? bet he w- he would have been like Cyber Goro. He would have gotten an extra <laughs> pair of arms. Oh, that would have been so what happened to Goro? Well, Kano got lasers in his. In his beat up eye, so maybe the powers it like zeroes in on your main trauma and gives you a power uh, based on that. And then the other oh, guy's and, and power was Cole, just like a shirt Young. to get your ass yeah, kicked Cole, in. Yeah, Cole, yeah, he got yeah. his whole ass kicked, so his whole <laughs> his thing, his whole body. Yeah, I wonder if it went down. It's, to where, the pants it's too. wherever you suck, and he sucked all he sucked, over. His whole body sucked. Yeah, and not the face. And Sonya doesn't suck, so she just got immediate fucking crazy laser. Yeah, that like did. Invasive spine surgery yeah, on just, that weird winged person. Yeah, one shot. Or no, that was Jay. She she got a uh, Kitana or Mylena. That was uh, right. It does not explain Kung Lao or Liu Kang. It's it, it the theory doesn't hold up, and that's the problem with thinking too hard about Mortal Kombat. Is you're always going to hit a brick wall where you've thought about it more than the other people. Yeah, Kung Lao was like, you see, my hairline was receding, and I was very insecure <laughs> about it. So this cool hat materialized right. out of from the nether realm. I do like that they called out how shitty that power was with Kano. It, God, it's, it's, really good. it's Kano's the best. Oh, you got fucking hat powers. Yeah. Yeah. My frat brother said I was terrible at Ultimate, and so now my hat is a Frisbee. <laughs> I have shown them. I showed them some trick or two. Saw them the fucking half. That the woman that he saw the the bat woman she was weird like she had no dialogue all she did was like lustfully moan yeah and and ride and get sawed in half yeah and then get sawed in half and like, she was asking for it baby and Shang Tsung was like in love with her right that was his girlfriend yeah he's like look at Nitara isn't she a vision like oh I, are you introducing her to me because you know that we have no fucking clue who she is <laughs> she's from Only Mortal Kombat hardest. thirteen you guys played that one right the yeah. one with RoboCop yeah. and. 
and Rambo, and Leatherface. Yeah. How fucking sweet would it be if they had the license to have yeah RoboCop and Rambo in this movie? Then I'd be like, if instead of the nameless Bat Lady, just yeah. RoboCop walks out from behind him, Predator shows up. Oh, I love we it. were we were gonna do a joke trailer about that when uh, the movie came out. Mm-hmm. We were gonna make a trailer where it's like introducing all the characters we were just going to cut away to like movie footage of all the special guest characters they'd yeah featured which would be like john rambo like on that 50 cal gun just like with like myanmar (laughs) guns flying all over it yeah (laughs) and then robocop like just you know ripping someone's arms off or whatever he did um shot a guy in the dick that would have been a good shot a guy in the dick yeah I think I think Leatherface was in it. Alien from Aliens was in it. Uh, Jason is in it. Yeah. You might be Jason, thinking of Jason yeah. instead of was Leatherface in it too? I think Leatherface was in a version of Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm pretty man. sure. I gotta look that up. Yeah, I, I remember the Jason footage looked really cool because it his his specials were very horror movie themed, so he'd sort of like just mm-hmm. appear over there and like be oh. patch, hitting you with a machete and anyway. Did he body bag somebody in a sleeping bag at any point? I don't, that, like, I don't know. <laughs> that would be pretty funny though. That's great. Yeah, just stuff Johnny Cage into a sleeping bag. <laughs> and a tree grows out from behind him that he can just bash him into. I'm saying that depending on the licensing agreement for those games, it might have just been a real short negotiation to get the rights to put Jason, Robocop, Predator, and Rambo in this movie, and they didn't even try. They should put, like, fucking robot jacks into this into the next <laughs> Mortal Kombat. They should just go all the way. Every Stuart Gordon movie... You know what I think we're doing? I think we're writing uh, Ready Player Three. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. It's a podcast canals. Und mit maximalem Schau. Doc Frankfurt podcast. Correct. Yeah. Ich brauch dies nicht, brauch dies nicht ohne. Schick die in die Hundezone für eine Stunde. Kopf schon, du kennst die Nummer. This Dog Zone 9000 was brought to you by Benjamin Siran and Dr. Awkward, Yosarian, Josh S., Zachary Evans, Adrian Hisbrook, Aiden Moat, Brianne Whitney, Josh Fabian, Armando Nava, Lyman, Toastiga, Neil Schaefer, Jaber Al Aiden, David Forna, Mike Stiles, Eric Spaulding, the artist formerly known as Devin, Hawk, Neil Bailey, Micah Phillips, Polly Poisuo, John McCammon, Nick H, Matt Riley, Rhea, Rich Joslin, Ken Paisley, Timmy Lady, Dean Costello, Three Finger Louie, Nick Ralston, Zadar Fan, Jamie Gordon, John, Jeremy Neal, Michael Rader, Alpha Scientist Javo, and children love the meat millie.